Ted last. Sorry about the dim romantic lighting, but I don't want to take any chances. You understand. And if I'm being honest, I was starting to think that we would never get to have this little whatever this is. And yet, look at us now. Oh, forgive me. Where are my manners? I am Gerald Mobius, United Nations lead criminal investigator. And it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. <clears throat> now, let's make this official. Please, state your name and association for the record. Special Agent Vox. Supersonic Pod Comics presents... Codename Superforce Number One. According to Vox. Written by J.S. Earls. With Matt Kennedy. Now, what do you say we try that again? Hmm? Please, state your name, your real name, for the record. Valery Basuski. That is my name. Huh. Sounds like someone really likes their Vs. But that's beside the point. The point is we're establishing a foundation of truth. I can only help you if you share the truth with me. And I think that's what we both want. The truth. Yes? I'll tell you what. Let's start with your powers. Powers? And here, I thought we were doing so well, Vox. Listen, I know you have them. I've seen you use them. Hmm? So if we could please cut it with the whole, you know, deny everything bullcrap, I'd really appreciate it. Not like, <laughs> turn the lights on full blast so you can sonic boom my face appreciate it, but uh, it would make things much, much easier on you. If you were truly United Nations... Listen, I'm not the one being interrogated here. And I could give a furry fart, whether you believe me or not. But if you ever want to see your friends again, you better start talking. And you better start talking now. Fine. I was orphan. I never know my parents. Never know anyone in family. I only know name because it was written in note left at orphanage. It was difficult time in Russia. There was very little food to eat, especially at orphanage. Living in Russia was hard. Especially for children. Many did not survive. The worst were the winters. Many would freeze to death, even indoors, but not me. I am never cold. All my life I am warm and never cold. Some other orphans would sleep against me for warmth. It made me proud to help. 
There was a girl. Zoya. Smart. Humorous. And beautiful. Very beautiful. We become friends. Have crushed each other. But uh, was innocent. Then one bad winter come. So bad there was, um, how do you say, a blizzard. The orphanage, it run out of fuel for furnace. So everyone, even adults, sleep beside me. Or I thought everyone sleep beside me. <coughs> Zoya, she was sick. She said she did not want to get little ones sick. But I made her promise, I made her swear to sleep on one side and have everyone else sleep on the other side. And she did. Until I fall asleep. I found her in mourning, not breathing, her body so cold. I did not know what to do, so I run. I run away from orphanage. I run away from everyone. I run and run until I can run no more. I just lay there for hours. I beg God to take me with Zoya. Eventually, I fall asleep. I wake up in nice house. Hello? A military scientist, Alexei Vazuski. He find me and take me home. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. You awaken at last. I was very afraid for you. Alexei say my clothes have ice crust, but body still warm. He was very amazed. And being scientist was fascinated. Here, please. You must eat. I did not want food. I did not want anything. But Alexei could be persuasive. There, my son. You may be extraordinary in many ways. But you must keep up your strength. He called me son. And treat me. As son, Alexei took care of me, pulled me in school. I would study in day, 
and he would study me at night. What is it? What is wrong with me? Not wrong, my son. Just different. I have yet to truly discover how or why, but one thing is certain. Your body stores light. In sense, all our bodies absorb light, especially sunlight, and we convert and use it in various ways. But you, your body does it much more efficiently. Steel. What is it, Father? I fear damage it could do to you as you grow older. You are young now. Your body has adapted dealing with this abnormality. But when your body ages, it begins to deteriorate. It could become quite fatal. We must find a way for you to release any excess light your body has stored. Over years, we try many different release mechanisms. Some not successful. Some too successful. Uh, so... I assume it was Aleski who first thought converting light into sound might be the solution? Da. But was many years before scientists truly understood how such process might work or the dangers of such endeavors. Father, what is it? I can't hear you, my son. You recovered from cuts and bruises, but his hearing it never returned. I tell him we should stop, but Alexei, he insisted. He shared his work with his fellow military scientists. They offered to fund research if I enter Russian military. I was not sure, but Alexei said it was only way, so I joined. They teach me ways of war. Teach me Sistema. Russian martial art. I'm familiar. Experiments continue. Military career continues. I eventually promoted to Russian Special Forces. Spietsnaz? Da. Alexei and Comrade make special acoustic armbands to improve control over conversion and release. Then we test power out in field. Havana, 2016 and 17, U.S. and Canadian embassies. Hmm? Then China, 2017 and 18, U.S. consulate offices. Yes, yes, you can neither confirm or deny any knowledge or involvement regarding these events. Fine. Go on. Before I return from missions, I get message Alexei died in lab explosion. I was devastated. Days later, they have funeral for him. I attend. Then, when I get home from funeral, I am attacked by strangers in Spetsnaz barracks. I fight back, but not have much to fight for. And the storm, not let much light through. I was beaten. Two men left. 
guns aimed at my head. Then a hand touched my shoulder. I turned, see bullets float in air. Then woman in mask, time device on chest. Agent Diane. Privet, Valerie. Now quickly, follow me. I stood and step away from killers. She take hand off shoulder. We hurry outside before more killers come. We run for clearing where cloaked origin craft waits. Once we get on board, Dian tell me. At the highest levels in the Russian military, there's a rift between the Marshal of your Federation and the generals of the army. Most of the generals want to award you for your successful sonic attacks in China and Cuba. The Marshal, on the other hand, would like all evidence of those attacks destroyed. That means you, sound guy. I don't know what to say. I know Russian military have arguments, but not so serious. I ask who they are and how they know such information. Forgive me. I'm United Nations Agent Diem. That was Agent Vikis. Howdy. Over there is Agent Draco. Ni hao. And Agent Rodham. Bonjour. We are a covert UN peacekeeping force. Codename Superforce. As for how we came to acquire such sensitive intel, that information came directly from Alexei Fasuski. Father. Apparently, he sent an encrypted message to a colleague in the United Nations. In it, he warned that Russia might be heading for a bloody repeat of the 91 coup or the crisis of 93. He also feared for your safety. He asked the UN to protect you and, if need be, offer you political asylum. I'd also like to offer you something else. Wait, wait. Let me guess. I sport on the Super Force. Oh, she is good. Milia really is something else. Uh, I, I don't understand. Diem played you, Vox, right from the start. Everything you know is a lie. Well, not everything. Unless you've been lying to me this whole time, sprinkling a little truth in with the lies. But, <laughs> no offense, I just don't think you're that great of an actor. Million, on the other hand. But, Super Force. It doesn't exist. Not really. I'm the one who created Super Force. You? I was part of a UN think tank tasked to designing the peacekeeping force of the future. Amelia was also part of that team. Five years later, we had everything lined up. A budget, a list of potential superpower candidates from the core Security Council of Nations. They even had a name. Superforce. So Superforce did... No, Vox, it didn't. The United Nations rejected our proposal. Economically and politically, the lead Security Council nations were at each other's throats. The project was scrapped and funding reallocated for disaster relief. The Superforce was grounded before it even got out of the hangar. I reassumed my position as lead criminal investigator and Amelia, uh, sorry, Diem, went back to being a catastrophe response analyst. Or so I thought. Have you spoken with Diem? Ask her side of story? Listen. 
I know it's hard for you to swallow. You want to give her the benefit of the doubt. I did too. Until we found this. Months after you went MIA, we found a second encrypted message from your foster father. Hello? Who's there? This was six days before you returned home. You! Why are you doing this? I gave you everything you asked for. Not everything. DM? You have all my research. It's all you need. There's no reason for you to take my son. I'm sorry, if I gave you the impression you have a choice? No. Please. You don't. Codename Superforce was created, written, and produced by J.S. Earls. Starring in order of appearance, Austin Janowski as Mobius, Matt Kennedy as Vox, Young Vox, and Alexi, Jessica Walsh as Diem, Francisco Ruiz as Vicus, Jenda Chan as Draco, Sarah Baxley as Rotom. Narrated by Nathan James Norman. Special thanks to Tommy Platt of Sublime Guitars and our Patreon insiders. For info on how you can become an insider, please visit patreon.com slash supersonicpodcomics. Codename Superforce is a production of Supersonic Pod Comics, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Tune in next week for The Randoms. Episode 1, The Finder. The Finder.